until you make the unconscious conscious, it will run your life and you will call it faith, which means until you realize what's really at the bottom of your behavior, you're just going to keep going and doing what you're doing and not really understanding why you're doing it. And you can't really talk about it. So you cannot use talk therapy to uncover this. So we figure it out, by the way. Welcome to the Sensitive Success Podcast. I'm Frida Carbo, founder of Sensitive Success Circle, the mastermind for sensitive coaches and changemakers who want to create success in their way with the help of their sensitivity. I have spent the last decade recreating my life. I moved from Sweden to New Zealand with my husband and two kids, working online, creating the life and business that I love with a mission to help others do the same. One of the things I learned is that we have so much wisdom inside when we learn to trust and take aligned action. And even though we're responsible for our journey, we don't have to do it alone. I do this work because I'm committed to helping highly sensitive, introverted, intuitive coaches and changemakers to do the work they are called to do in a way that works for them. I know it's possible and creates so many ripples. My intention with these episodes is for you to be inspired, empowered, and to know that you're not alone in your business adventure. If you haven't already, come over and connect with me on Instagram at Frida Carbo. Thank you for being here because it means that you're creating sensitive success too, which is precisely what the world needs. Welcome. So today I'm here with Sara Garofalo. She is a certified intuitive health and life coach, author, energy healer, and Ayurveda counselor, helping HSP women navigate their spiritual weight loss and awakening journey to unleash their own healing power. Sarah helps women integrate the right nutrition for their mind-body constitution and break unhealthy patterns. Welcome, Sarah. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for having me, Frida. So tell us a bit more about your journey and how you come to do what you do. Yeah, I mean, my journey with my business, it's been my own life experience slash studying because I come from having an eating disorder when I was a teenager. And then that moved into hardcore dieting and controlling my body and having body issues and really and really realizing at a certain point that I was pursuing like thinness and self-hate rather than what I truly wanted and desired, which was self-love and acceptance and finding peace. But at the same time, I knew that I've always been kind of different or sensitive soul, if you know what I mean. And uh, when I started studying Ayurveda, which really focuses on the food energetics and mind-body-soul transformation, I really started to get really in touch with myself and heal my own food journey, my whole relationship with my body, and also realizing how sensitive I am to energy (laughs) and how that affects the physical, emotional, and spiritual body. That's what I integrate today in my own journey. Love that. So I call this podcast The Sensitive Success. So what does success mean to you? success for me it really means really alignment of mind body and soul but in a form of like joy so success is like really living your life purpose for me Mm. Um, if I'm living my life purpose if I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing then I'm not feeling like I'm working and also the success comes with it you know what I mean yeah (laughs) 
totally understand and agree. So, and how do you use sensitivity as your superpower? I've learned this in the past three years through a really intense relationship and experience that allowed me to unlock my superpower. And how I use it these days in my practice is I do energy healing and I, I help women to unlock their intuition. So not only I use it in my personal life to really screen energy and really be vigilant about like where I want to be, who do I want to spend time with all of those things, but also I help others to, to unlock that. I think there is, again, it's a superpower. When you use your own intuition and you don't give your power away, asking for someone to make the decision for you. And you're like, no, this is what I'm feeling. My gut is saying that I feel it in my own body. I see the energy. You just know that you have yourself no matter what. And that's, I feel like it, that's super powerful. Yeah. Love it. So you talk about spiritual weight loss. What is that? Well, spiritual weight loss, how I describe it is it's that weight really doesn't really and only come from the physical form. So people think that to address weight gain, you have to only do dieting and lifestyle and whatever and water intake and 10,000 steps and workouts. And it's not only that, that's what I've discovered in my own journey. There is a physical component. Yes, we've got to adjust the, the gut health and the physical reality and getting rid of toxic ingredients, you know, buying and cooking organic foods and all of those wonderful things. Then there are the emotions that play a vital role in either shutting down your nervous, your nervous system and your digestive system. So you've got to be able to process that. And then spiritual weight loss is the third component, which that's what I really focus on is when I see people holding on to the weight because of trauma stored in the body. And so through the superpower, the, the sensitivity, the, the gifts, I help women unlock and release that patterns. Super cool. <laughs> Thank you. It. So can you tell us a bit more about your work and the biggest struggle that you help people with? I feel like the thread that unites all of my clients is recovering from uh, some form of addictive patterns. When I look at all of my clients, whether they come in for the weight or I've had people for coming in to, to stop alcohol addiction or to stop toxic relationship, but they all have this threat of I'm addicted to something and I don't know how to come into my own. And I've used this to cope, but now it's not working anymore. And the biggest thing is breaking the pattern, breaking the addiction so that you can fully unlock your superpower or your who you truly are and coming to your own. That's what I see the most. If someone is listening and feeling that they're in the same position, where could they start to really break that pattern? Well, first of all, we've got to identify what the pattern is. Are we talking about the eating pattern? Are we talking about a relationship pattern? Then we go into, and that takes a little bit of a journey and it takes for you to meet yourself in your darkest hour. And for the spiritual community, it's called shadow work. For the non-spiritual community is trauma work and also looking at the parts of yourself that you've been avoiding. So really understanding, okay, if I go and use this, 
to whether numb myself, to, to use it to comfort myself? What is that I'm really like avoiding to feel? And so it's literally listing your wounds. That could be, I've seen fear of abandonment. I have seen abuse. I have seen self-worthiness issues. And what are the key wounds that keep playing in your life that you keep avoiding or you keep numbing? And let's work through them. That's kind of like the first step that I tell people. Yeah, it's so important to really go to the root as well. But what comes up for me now is that a lot of highly sensitives have heard that they're too much and feel like there's something wrong with them. Do you have mm-hmm. an exercise or something that we can do to, to work with that? Yeah, absolutely. So I would say for the sensitive soul that has heard that, then there is, there is, I would say, a life experience that all of us have been experiencing. Okay, so that what we see with the sensitive soul, the empaths, the highly sensitive beings, is that they were raised 99% of the time in a family that didn't value who they really were. And they disconnected with themselves. And they started using things outside of themselves to cope with that. And a lot of the time we numb that sensitivity because it, it is really too much sometimes. I admit that, that sometimes I'm like, can I just not feel today? That would be awesome. But the exercise that I would recommend is literally closing your eyes and both feet being planted on the ground and really feeling, start breathing deeply. And you take a couple of deep breaths in, connecting with your own energy. At the same time, you start scanning your body from the top of your head down towards your chest, your belly, your hips, your legs, and your feet. And you notice what's calling your attention the most. And if you're doing this, you can speak it out loud or you can speak it in your own mind's eye. Be aware of where is that? That could be a tension in your stomach. And you could say, hey, I'm really feeling like tension in my neck, in my head. My heart is aching or my knee. And then I'm going to ask you to go a layer deeper. And I'm going to ask you to look at, ask your imagination to give you a shape, form, a color and texture of the energy that you're looking at. So if you're feeling a tightness in your stomach, ask your imagination to give you the color. Is that yellow? Blue? Is that a rectangular? Is that a pear? Is that a lemon? Is that a teddy bear? Whatever your imagination, you you want to avoid logical thinking right now. And then we're going to go one step closer and deeper to what is this representing for me right now? The first word that pops up, that could be trust. Oh, this is about self-worth or this is about abandonment for me. And you just want to listen without judging. You don't want to push away the emotion. You just want to observe it without any attachment so far. And then when you received your answer, you can come on back and into the room and space. Yeah. Welcome back. Beautiful. Yeah. It's the first step in bringing the awareness back. That's what people are missing. It's connection and awareness. Yeah, I really felt that I've been rushing this morning and ah, it feels good to connect back in. Mm, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And then in the sessions, usually we go deeper and deeper. And then after that, we go into 
following what's going on. And this leads to the subconscious mind. This leads to the root cause. So we're going to go deeper and deeper and deeper. And that takes like an hour and a half sometimes to help the client remove that obstacles that they've been storing so deeply in their subconscious mind, in their body. Do you like find what it is or do you always? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, we we do find it. (laughs) And then they're like, then they make the connection of why they're having the instinct or the reaction of the behavior. But until you you make the connection until you, it's called like the psychotherapist, like Carl Jung used to say, that's his quote, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will run your life and you will call it faith, which means until you realize what's really at the bottom of your behavior, you're just going to keep going and doing what you're doing and not really understanding why you're doing it. And you can't really talk about it. So you cannot use talk therapy to uncover this. So we figure it out, by the way. If you want to hear an example so people can make this, can understand it in a tangible way, I'm going to give you an example of, I've had a client who was kind of, it's addiction, but it's also was a very fast behavior of stopping and running into the grocery store or the McDonald's and just binging on fast food. For her, it was fast food. For another client, it was sugar. For another client, it was binging, right? And when we went into the subconscious, what was triggering had nothing to do with food. We think that, oh my God, it's the food. And then for this client, it was specifically like a moment in time when she was left in the um, wardrobe, in, in the closet, by her sister and neither the sister nor the babysitter saved her. And so she felt abandoned in that moment and she blocked it, right? She blocked it all of these times through all of these years until we brought that into the surface. She processed the event at a cellular level without being re-traumatized. And after that, we see um, a change in behavior because she made that connection that every time she feels abandoned, she goes and stops for the comfort food. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's so powerful to go into the body and see what, <laughs> just look at the colors. And yeah, I do that sometimes with my clients as well, just to, because mm. when we don't have the words for it, when we feel a certain feeling, it can be really, really hard to put words to it, but then we can go into the feeling instead and it changes. Mm. So yeah. powerful. So do you think that we're ever done with this work? Do you think what? That we're ever done with this work, that we can solve all the things. (laughs) I don't think that we're ever done with our healing process. I mean, I've worked on my mom's, the relationship with me and my parents, especially with my mom for a long time, been over 10 years. And there are layers and layers that keep showing up in different relationships. But I know that that's what's you know, causing it and I'm still healing. And I don't think, I think there are layers and layers we uncover and but that's a beautiful process though. I've learned to, to fall in love with the process of it and every time it gets better and I get better. So why not continue? Yeah. Love it. But do you have any more tips for those who are listening? Uh, no, so far I, besides the fact that I would like for the audience to really anchor in the truth and knowledge that you are worthy of what you're, you are worthy. And also 
validate your own feelings. Okay. Don't ever gaslight yourself because that's what we're taught to do as sensitive souls. (laughs) Validate what you're feeling. Feel it all. The sooner you feel it, the sooner it's going to leave your reality. That's the best tip I can give you that has helped me. And I'm like, if I keep resisting, it's going to just get worse. If I just sit down and feel it for a couple of hours, it's going to move away. So that's the best tip I can give. Thank you so much. And how do you think the world would look different if more people did this job? (laughs) We would be probably more compassionate towards each other, less hate, more understanding towards like everyone's journey. And I think it would be a more peaceful place. Yeah. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you would like to add? If anybody is interested in learning more, my website is lovelisticliving.com and I'm on all social media platforms. And yeah, I'm happy to, to help as much as I can to spread healing. Perfect. Thank you so much. We'll put the links in the notes as well. Thank you so much for being here, for giving us of your time and, and knowledge and wisdom. And thank you for the work that you do in the world. It's so important. Thank you, Frida. I hope you enjoyed this episode. This podcast is put together for you to see what is possible and how to use your sensitivity to create success in your way. If you know anyone who would find this conversation useful, please share. And if you share this on social media, tag me in and I would love to reshare it. Come over and connect with me on Insta at Frida Carbo and tell me your biggest takeaway from this episode. Thank you for listening and remember to keep shining so that those who need your help can find you.